Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Uh, joining you live from Europe, it is dark. I haven't watched any football, I don't know who's playing. And by the looks of my bets on sides so far in the 2023 season and from my futures portfolio, it also looks like I don't know who's good uh, or bad as far as players or teams in the NFL. So I feel pretty lost. Andy, you're going to have to do the heavy lifting today. I hope you have some winning bets for this week because I'd like to bet on the NFL. I'd like to win money, but I certainly don't know that I'm going to originate a single uh, especially good opinion on this show. So uh, you're on, buddy. Yeah, I'll steer the car today. And t- truthfully, Drew, and we're going to rip right into this because it is like midnight Croatia time. We got to get Drew to bed at some point. So we'll try to we'll try to rip through this as quick as we can and give you any th- pertinent thoughts we have in the games, any bets. But even me, like this morning when I was I updated all my power numbers, got them where I wanted. I looked at it, and it's like I don't know if I'm going to bet very much this week. I'm going to hit the teasers. I got a couple spots I like. I have a couple of thoughts on teams, but it's like the situations in those teams aren't great for me to better better fade those teams this particular week. It's more like ammo for next week. So, um, yeah, just right off the bat, uh, Giants are kind of punting Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, anybody who is even remotely like, hey, we, this guy could miss the game, has been ruled out. Obviously, I didn't think Saquon was actually going to play, but Andrew Thomas, Alizo, Aziz Olajari, uh, Ben uh, Ben Bredesen, uh, the guard, everyone's basically ruled out. They're huge dogs. Uh, you know, sh- short short turnaround for them. They did stay in Arizona. I'm not really excited about betting this game. I'll I'll play some first touchdown scores tomorrow. I'll play some props if there's something to be had. Uh, we do have, I mean, basically what we're going to talk about here is we have the the profit exchange prop I put together was uh, Christian McCaffrey's receiving yardage versus the total points scored in the game, just the total. And I think profit exchange laid a, a dog price on the uh, on the total points. I haven't decided. Oh, what my God. Ever. Yeah, so like uh, I had to just find somebody who's close to the total point. It's kind of a goofy one because if he has like a long receiving yardage or a long catch that scores, it gets counts for both sides. So there's yeah, there's a, a lot to think about in this one. I'm not a super good prop player, but uh, we will have a link to Profit Exchange in the description. You can get yourself an account if you're located in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Drew well, be off, yeah. Down. I can say the off-ball linebackers and the uh, safeties for the Giants are pretty poor. So uh, I think that's probably uh, a bet on CMC. Um, what a miserable game. Good Lord. My, and yeah, my only real thought on this, it's just, yeah, it's a miserable game. It's a double-digit home favorite uh, against a team on the second week of a back-to-back road trip to the West Coast who's struggled, to say the least. My only thought really is the usage for Christian McCaffrey is puzzling when – when they said that before week one, that, hey, we're not going to use him that much. We're going to limit his usage. Was the original plan to also start him at linebacker, and they just they wiped that off? Is that what they were saying? Like, I don't understand. He's out there <laughs> constantly. Like, there's no, there's no drop in usage. He's going to have, like, 1,300 yards rushing and receiving. He's massive. So if they do draw that back, they still have plenty of players. Obviously, the IU thing is kind of something to watch out for. Between today and tomorrow, he's kind of been limited. Um, the shoulder Im- injury limited him in the second half. Shanny didn't think it was serious, but he did get a CT scan, I think. So, no bet on that one for me. I will okay. just take the. Uh, I'll just take the yardage at the profit exchange. Okay, uh, LAC is uh, at Minnesota. Um, Chargers coming off of uh, just a gross. <laughs> how did they lose this game to the Titans? Um, my gut reaction when I saw the market here was, did somebody on the Chargers get hurt? And I didn't know about it because I didn't understand why they were dogs. Uh, what do you make of this one? I've, I've come close to betting the Vikings here a few times, and there's been a couple things that kept me off so far. And yeah, obviously this totals jumped way up. Eckler is 
trending towards out again. It'll be uh, the backup. I can never think of his name. Palmer's the receiver. Why can't I never think of his running back's name? Are they both Palmer's? It'll come to it. But yeah, uh, the, Josh Kelly. 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 Yeah, there he is. So total's been bet up. I thought about betting Minnesota. This is one of those spots where last year when teams started blitzing quite a bit against uh, Herbert, they found a lot of success. His numbers kind of sucked against the blitz late last year. But at the same time, that offensive line was, you know, pretty beat up towards the end of the year. I don't know if we should be using Storm Norton numbers, uh, you know, and comparing this year to that. I kind of talked myself into the, this is the one game where blitzing 50% of the time, like Flores wants to do, might work. And, you know, if I hadn't watched the complete game for week one or two, I had it in my head as well that they've been going a lot more short, but there's a ton of air yards already for uh, Herbert. He has been kind of cutting it deep, so I'm I'm worried he's going to mess up these Minnesota corners Mm. if they put them on an island. So it's kind of a pass unless this total, if there's some resistance on this total, um, you know, Minnesota's absolutely going to get theirs against this defense. This offense has been playing really, really well. Just uh, kind of a wait and see if Flores can get anything out of this defense at this point. I kind of assume Chargers defense isn't as bad as it looks on paper. They can't be the worst pass defense in the NFL. That can't be right. Um, Minnesota could be the worst run defense in the NFL, though. Um, and I think the Chargers in general, or at least why I lean Chargers, why I was surprised that the number was uh, – um, Moore does seem to have uh, you know the right recipe for beating the Vikings personnel. Now, I don't know if, that, if the scheme entirely changing over the offseason – um, is going to make that much of a difference, but at least the numbers so far tells you new new coordinators, same old problems for the Vikings defense so far. Uh, DeAndre Swift made it look awfully easy uh, on uh, on Thursday last week. So Chargers are yeah. best for me, but this is probably when I should just stay away from. I guess if Kelly looks like, I mean, Swift is not some star, guys. Like <laughs> he's been good. No, he's, he's not 175 yards. Um, so if if that uh, defense continues to get gashed by the run, this game might be non-competitive and still stay under because those drives might just take that long. No no bet for me here. I've, I've talked myself out of a Vikings bet that I thought I wanted first. Uh, Tennessee at Cleveland. Cleveland might be the best defense of all time. Obviously, small sample size is fun. I enjoy uh, that. But, like, if you did do get into some of these numbers, and dig on this team, it is wild what they're doing defensively right now. Um, basically lost a game on a couple of turnovers that kind of didn't flip them, you know, the right way. Like, I downgraded Pittsburgh in my power numbers today after a win. Is that the offense is it's just truly uh, – I don't think Matt Canada is good. We're talking about a team that's not even playing right now. But at the same time, San Francisco and Cleveland isn't how you want to start your – season if your offensive coordinator is a little lacking either so cleveland's very good the chubb thing absolutely matters jerome ford had one you know one nice long run it's still going to be an efficient running game because of the people up front but it's not going to be as good he is one of the most efficient runners in the league he's out for the year that's a problem especially seeing how watson's been playing I believe uh, Greg Newsom is day-to-day with an elbow at this point. Kareem Hunt doesn't move the needle for me, you know, whatsoever. And then Tennessee is tempting eventually here if this keeps going. If there's like a four, I'm going to have to look at it because Hooker and Fulton are practicing today. If they can get some pieces back in the secondary, I really liked what they did against the Chargers last week, especially in the second half. Vrabel is a good coach. So um, I know some people took some Browns action today. Obviously, that was three this morning. It moved out to three and a half. Wow. Total's low for a reason. But with a, with a <sighs> low total like this, I kind of I really I thought this, yeah. Vrabel might have I, a coaching advantage here. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I really thought this uh, was going to go the other way. I thought, if anything, it was going to go to two and a half. I don't get the Browns getting bet. Um, this is uh, an under. Uh, at at the baseline level, right? Like you have a Browns team that now doesn't have their most important piece running into a team that doesn't concede any yards on the ground. Uh, so if the Browns are going to get it done, it's going to have to be the way they have not been able to get it done. Yeah. And then on the flip side, you have an absolutely violent defensive line going up against an absolutely 
you know, five turds, uh, in, in, you know, periwinkle blue. Um, so this like realistically, like if this is, if this is as simple as it looks, this should be like a 23 point game. So I'm probably going to play this under. Yeah. And I think that's another reason I do like the dog. This is going to be a gross game. It's going to be close. And I trust Vrabel has watched the, you know, the Browns footage. He knows what he's up against. I think they have the personnel to put a game plan together to, you know, beat this pass rush a little by getting Tanny moving, getting Tanny slinging it a little quicker. But yeah, this is a periwinkle blue. I'm not sure that's the color. I love it though. I'm going to stick with that forever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably Titans at this price or pass, and I'm I'm not super excited. I'm going to dig in a little on this tomorrow. Um, Houston at Jacksonville. Houston is. Garbage time monsters right now. They're just absolutely uh, slinging it when they're losing. They're playing quick. Um, they still haven't figured out who their best receivers are. Um, they did lose a nickel cornerback uh, to a broken hand. I'm not even sure how to say this guy's Jesus. first name, something Thomas. Uh, that's a problem. The defense hasn't played, you know, up to snuff at least. And then Jacksonville, uh, at least in the injury front, wasn't too bad. Say, say Jones missed practice and – Josh Allen did miss some snaps in the game due to a shoulder getting beat up. This is an you know eight and a half point game. It's hard to tell if Stroud has been good or not because he has looked good enough form wise, but they just haven't done it at all when the game is within you know a score. It's uh you know the the two games got essentially out of hand right off the bat, and then we saw a lot of yardage against you know probably some softer defense. Especially, I I don't, you know, I don't rate the indie defense as well as you know the, the Col- excuse me the Ravens the week before. And truthfully, this might be the easiest defense they faced yet, albeit other. Yeah, roads. that's probably so, true. Um, yeah, that's I probably kinda, true. I kind of like this over. I, I haven't okay. seen which way this has moved, but not a strong take. I just think that the the Texans might start to move the ball a little bit when it actually matters. And the Jaguars certainly are a lot better than what they showed last week. That was an all-time performance by KC on defense. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i on suspension from betting the Jags because I don't understand what happened last week. I don't understand, uh, you know, how they missed all so many of those close calls. And, uh, uh, I mean, until they get right on the offensive line, I think this is a team that you just have to pass. And I'm definitely not interested in laying nine and a half. So easy one to uh, just hope that the Jags get right and that they don't do something stupid. Yeah, if there's some uh, if there's some more action on Texans here, obviously I'll have this in some teasers at the eight and a half eight range. That's a it's a fine teaser leg, a game at home with a more experienced quarterback against a you know with a more experienced coach. Uh, the only thing worrisome, obviously, is the defense. So over as something I'll look into. I'll have if you guys aren't subscribed to the newsletter, I'll drop a link in the chat here too. But everything I play. I'll put in the Sunday newsletter every Sunday morning if you want to get that. Because I don't have everything sorted out by Wednesday. I'll usually add a piece or two here. So uh, New England and the New York Jets. This total has dropped like a rock. This is in (laughs) Iowa, you know, Iowa, Wisconsin territory at this point. And it makes sense. I don't even know if we've actually got to see just how good either. Like the, the Patriots have had to play two pretty good offenses already. And they've, they've looked pretty decent at times. They have some good players. They have a good rookie. I took some Christian Gonzalez rookie of the year today uh, at Noonan. Oh, really? Noonan talked me into it because I was looking at usage rates and I had the snaps wrong and I'm like, hey, I show that Christian or Christian Watson, Christian Gonzalez is playing 105% of snaps and I, just, I had a bad source for the snap, snap counts, but he wow. is playing 100% of the snaps. Wow. And from somebody who Noonan tracks this stuff every single year for his defensive props, he says it's hard to get a read on the Patriots, and Bill doesn't love to play rookies a ton sometimes. So for Bill to be putting this kid in 100% of snaps, he's like, that's a tell. Like, okay. 12, 12 to 1, 14 to 1 if you really hunt. So I took a small swing on him at defensive rookie of the year. I love this defense. Obviously, if he can get some counting stats on there, this game is – destined to be gross and honestly if we're hoping for some counting stats zach wilson does like to throw it to the wrong color jersey once in a while so yeah especially when that jersey color has a flying elvis on the side of the helmet i would love 
love to see uh, Gonzalez. Gonzo, we're going to call him. Gonzo, he needs a nickname. That's how Sauce got it. He had a cool nickname. Gonzo. So, Gonzo for two picks. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the money's kind of come and gone on this on this total. It's already very low. Um, talk about I don't the know. Jets teaser. Like the Jets no, teaser leg no. is. No, it's, it's shutouts so, in the area. Yeah, shut that's the thing. Here, it's man. a banger because it's, it's two and a half. It's yeah. home. It's a total that's crazy low, but I I want to throw up when I look at it because this game could end up fourteen nothing. Yeah, sixteen nothing. Yeah, yeah. That that's got that's got those whiffs with the with the defense and a special teams touchdown. That happened last year, didn't it? Yeah, it, it's essentially a teaser leg. I don't know if I can play even with this low total. Yeah, th- that game happened last year between these two teams um, with Zach Wilson on the field. Um, yeah, I think you got to lay it with the Patriots here. I mean, Belichick against Wilson. I don't know what else to tell you. Under a field goal, this feels a little too good to be true. I will say there was some signs of life in the Patriots' uh, offense, um, even in as miserable as they looked in the first half against the Dolphins. They're finally starting to get Mac Jones a little bit on the move. You know, a couple wrinkles. He's not just a statue back there. I think that's going to be an important addition to the concepts if they're going to score into the teens against the Jets, which is what they probably have to do. Um, I really just hope the Patriots pitch a shutout because my, uh, my Jets fewest points scored uh, is kind is like, it's got like a pretty decent pulse. Last thing I want to bring up here. Uh, what's going on with the Jets kind of, you know, the, the, the second year players mouthing off after the game last week, like, they thought they were going to be on a Super Bowl team, and the leaders in the locker room are, are letting those guys go yap, yap, yap. It uh, doesn't really speak to a team that's going to stay together and fight through the adversity, does it? No, and that's and that's the other, like, my final note on that is just the, you know, like, sauce, or excuse me, Brees tweeting out or Instagram posting, whatever it was, where he only got the four carries, and, you know, Wilson didn't look all that happy. I think, was it Wilson that said something as well? Like, Sauce, yeah, that, that doesn't bode well, guys. No, 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 it's a bad yeah, sign. This has all the this has all the whiffs of like a, a very st- a stinkerish game against a very good defense. Although the Jets, the defense, um, much like Cleveland, it might be just a really, really tough defense. It gets wasted because your quarterback isn't very good. So, yeah, Patriots probably. You know, Patriots are nothing instead of a teaser. Like, truthfully, because I don't know. It, it is just Bill, Bill, Bill putting a scheme together for a very bad offense where he can absolutely dominate them defensively. These games are sometimes just gross one way traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Best of luck to Zach uh, Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a lot. Um, just Garrett Wilson did go to the tent. Uh, during the game last week, but he apparently just had the wind knocked out of him. So that I, I don't have a ton on the Patriots uh, secondary yet. Kind of a, mm. something to watch. Watch for that over the next couple of days. We have the you know the Wednesday. Hopefully, Trent. Before. You know what? You know what helps a uh, Patriots side and what moves the number back to three is if Trent Brown, if Trent Brown goes because they need offensive line help. I didn't see any updates. I thought I saw He's, money up. Yeah, he got paid, but he's still. I, I don't know that he's gonna get. He's out of the concussion protocol yet. I really hope he is because I, I think Patriots are the bet, and I don't know who's betting Jets plus three. Best luck to them. Best luck to Hackett. Best luck to Wilson against Belichick and this very very good Patriots defense. So limited practice for him today. Limited practice for Jonathan Jones. Limited practice for Devontae Parker. Cole Strange. Limited practice. So. Something to monitor tomorrow when we actually have practice that matters. Wednesdays okay. are a little goofy. Uh, New Orleans heads to Green Bay. I took a tiny swing at New Orleans to win their division. Did you? Uh, this, yeah, I and I kind of I made this game like a forty-five fifty-five when I did it. So winning this okay. would be a huge bonus. I just have them beating the shit out of Tampa next week and being three and one, everybody else being two and two. Uh, This is another one too, where I don't know if you want to take, you know, too much unless you get some injury news, because we saw this in the fourth quarter last week where the green Bay Packers couldn't convert a third or fourth down. They need Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones was standing there with his helmet on the sideline today. He didn't, he didn't really <laughs> practice. So that's important. I, I don't think Bakhtiari practices okay. all week. We'll find out about him, but like this is a massive watch the injury report because 
those guys are important. I mean, those are three massive pieces, Watson, Jones, and Bakhtiari. I guess the knee is swelling a little for Bakhtiari. Um, Watson and Lucas Van Ness were limited today in practice, so that's hopeful for Watson. Uh, Bakhtiari, Jenkins, and Jones did not practice today. So huge. That's a high on my list of Thursday practice reports that I want to see. And I know Marcus May got suspended. That's not helpful, but I'm kind of in a spot where I think the Saints might have a top five defense. Really? They look really good at times. I, I, I'm i not there yet because of the, the teams they've played. Okay. Okay. But at will, times, uh, they, let's revisit they look this next week. Very dominant. And there's some, there's some uh, deeper metrics that, I mean, again, it was the Panthers guys. Let's chill out. It was still a road game, but man, they were getting pressure with three man rushes. Coverage was very good at times. This defense might actually be electric. So this is a, yeah. uh, if for we all, get bad yeah. news, if we get bad news for the green Bay offense, say, you know, Watson is, a limited participant the next couple of days and Jones doesn't play. I can see this total dropping. Yeah. I had no read on this game. Um, I, no, and I, I get what you're the saints to win, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I get what, I get what you're saying though. And I mean, for all of the, all of the foibles you want to point out with Dennis Allen as a head coach, he's a good, he's a good defensive coach. He's a good developer of talent. Um, and even if there's a bunch of no-name guys on this roster and Demario Davis, then that might be enough for him to to get a top ten defense out there. Sure. I did, I did um, see some. Yeah, Sala and Dennis were like sixteen or eighteen to one to win Coach of the Year. Don't make those bets, guys. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's talk Denver Miami. Yeah, Denver uh, Miami. Miami, one of three good teams in professional football, uh, is only laying six to Broncos. What am I missing? I don't know. I actually upgraded him again. Uh, Teron Armstead practiced Wednesday. Xavier Howard did not. Did not. Xavier Howard did not. This is at home. I don't. We 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 saw it a little bit last week. We saw flashes of like good Russ. And this Miami defense is not that good. Right. It's problematic at this point. If you made me bet this game over. at this point, I would take an over. Like if, yeah, if you want to back, if you want to back okay. Miami, it's a Miami team total. It's a Miami uh, the the total in the game. I know it, it's been bet up a little already. I think it was on the other side of forty eight. Missed the best of the number on this, but yeah, it's it's the over or the Miami team total or nothing for me because I don't fully trust this defense. Yeah, I like the over, but I like the better 48 than 48 and a half. Um, it's worth noting the Broncos have played two games at home at elevation. They lost both of those games. And now they got to go play in the Miami sweltering heat. Um, not an ideal 1 p.m. kickoff to have. And so I think the bet is probably Dolphins' second half in the blind. I don't hate that. If it's a competitive game first half and the Dolphins are – Losing, tied, or even just have a small lead, I do like that quite a bit. The old uh, finally. It's a really tough game. adjustment. It's a yeah, really tough adjustment. Swamp ass in that second half, finally getting to Miami. Yeah, All right, there was there. Half. There have been some very very good Denver Broncos teams that have gone to Miami in September and absolutely sucked out loud. So yeah, and then obviously up. keep keep an eye on the Waddle injury. I think he's going to be fine. Um, but it wasn't super, you know, like it didn't give me a lot of confidence. The reports I read. So, uh, I really think he needs to play. If there's bad news on him, I wonder if we see this action move back down to 48, um, mm. before we flip to the second half, I do need to thank our sponsor for the day, the Ticketmaster, folks, where you can get your tickets for any or all of these games. You know, and if you don't want to go and change your mind, you can sell them. You can give them away. Makes it super easy. You can do it on the app. You can. What's uh? What's the thing? You can even change the app to your team colors. It makes getting in on game day a breeze. It is the official marketplace of the NFL, whether it's here or in Croatia. Ticketmaster.com/slash/NFL, and we're on to the second half of the games for next week. And it is a shorter slate again because two Monday games that we'll just figure out Sunday night. Buffalo, Washington, 
I played a little on this over, and then Rask came in on the under, and it's seen more action still. Like it, there's places down to 44, and I still don't fully understand it. I, I'm not here to. I I I cannot imagine what the uh, nugget of information is supporting that because uh, you know who is probably your leading receiver for week four, week three. It's Stefan Diggs against this secondary. Forbes has been nice, but he's getting a lot of tackles. <laughs> That's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when your star young corner is getting a, a bunch of tackles, like they have pieces, but yes, this commander's defense has disappointed compared to like our preseason projections, our preseason hopes, um, getting, you know, diced up. And then, you know, the, the Hail Mary was silly. Like that was, that was one thing, the, the final, uh, the final blow that almost was there for them versus Denver. But this defense hasn't looked good. Howell really kind of stepped it up there, I don't know, right around the second quarter there. I thought that offense was kind of humming. And I know the Denver defense has also been disappointing, but I can say the same thing about the Bills at times. And whatever they did between week one and week two to figure out exactly how to unlock the offense, I mean, they, they made Vegas look silly, silly at times. Like they just, it, it was a little dink and dunk at times, but the shit was just working. It reminds me of the Chiefs when, you know, um, the, the last year, right after Tyreek, where they figured some things out with Kelsey and yeah. like, shit, this is just working. Why don't we just do this all the time? Yeah. You know what? Uh, everything about the bills that I was concerned about after their Monday night football losses com- was completely absolved by their performance last week. I think this is a top three team. Probably. I think they're a bet to win the East. I think they are probably worth circling in the futures market broadly, because if you look at their next, handful of games outside of i think i really only counted that the next week's dolphins game if they win that game that's enormous amount of leverage and um that probably sets them up for like an eight and one or nine and one start and i think that tilts the markets in their favor as people are like oh yeah everybody sucks in the afc except for the bills they're playing great um yeah so beating miami would be obviously crazy massive leverage for probably one imagine losing to the fucking jets and then getting the one seed but um yeah it's i possible. do have so i have kc san francisco and dallas in virtually a tie atop of my power yeah. ratings but buffalo is like four tenths of a point behind them um okay. and that that's obviously can only go up with these these a win on the yeah. road here would be obviously next week is massive uh you if this sits it, at 44 a, and, and i don't yeah. if i I'm spending tomorrow trying to talk myself out of some of these bets. You know, I never, everyone does this research and we've talked about this on the pod before, like do the research to try to figure out why you shouldn't bet something. That's probably the best way to process some of the stuff. So you don't end up with 30 horrible bets on Sunday. But if I don't find something to talk me out of this, I'll have some over 44 in this one. Maybe well, a let's Bills play team some, let's well. put, yeah, let's put Bill's team total over as the secret pod play and just get that over with. So the people are have an official secret pod play. Cause that's the way I want to bet this. Um, okay. The, the, um, the here's a prediction for you. Ready? I am. There will be one million annoying um, tweets and media uh, hits uh, talking about the last time a two-no team was a six-point dog or more or touchdown dog because I, I think Bills are going to seven. So the last time the the last time a two-no team was a touchdown underdog at home was 1983. Right. Like this feels like one of those, you know, like rare, weird facts that people can't keep quoting and and uh, retweeting. And uh, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. This is probably a correct number or seven is correct, at least in my opinion. You anyway. know who's going to be at the game? Uh, Matt uh, Johnson. Matthew Stafford and Clayton Kershaw. They went to high school together. <laughs> They're not actually going to be at the game, but it kind of works out because the, the Rams don't play till Monday. And, that's the that's the most annoying one that I see a million times. <laughs> I think it's kind of run its course, but for a while that was awful. We know. We know. We know. Uh, ATL right. at DET. Um, your two Oof, rookie running backs one. going at it, and we might see a little more Jameer Gibbs, um, because David Montgomery is going to miss time with that thigh injury. They did sign some depth, but this might be finally getting to let loose on the rookies. We'll see a bunch of Laporta. We're going to see a bunch of Gibbs, obviously a ton of Bijan, hopefully even more. I don't know why. Um, 
I know Algier is good, but boy, Bouchon looks very good every time he touches the ball. I know the Packers run defense stinks, so it made him look a lot better. But boy, if you do one thing, go find something on Twitter to kind of wash your palate of all the Chicago Bears stuff. Go find the aerial shot of that <laughs> run. That is so cool. Like, Dan, share that from the deep dive account. Retweet that from the deep dive account if you could. It is the coolest shot I've ever seen of a football play in my life. It wasn't even like, it was just like a a decent run, but it was the coolest camera angle I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, Dude, you're so right, though. We need, the NFL season needs juice so bad, and there's really nothing popping right now. These running backs having a great day would be a breath of fresh air, and it would feel weirdly cyclical if, the 2023 season was sort of a retort on defense doesn't matter. Running backs don't matter. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is the other one. Nick hit it. Did you know Antonio Gates played basketball? <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one killed me too. Um, I mean, for my, for my numbers on this, it is Atlanta or pass. I make this a three. You get in the hook. I know it's on the road, but it's still on turf. Somehow the Falcons never play an outdoor game. Just that's that's the rules. And the Lions are beat up. Amon Ross St. Brown has a toe injury. They're not saying turf toe for sure, but can you imagine if he missed Dude. that game? Turns Reynolds into like you know you're, you're relying on Reynolds is probably one of your top targets at that point. Like there's there's a decent amount of injuries right now in Detroit. Uh, they put pass rusher James Houston out of the IR with a broken ankle. CJ GJ is out for the year. May probably with a, uh, a torn peck. Um, obviously, I mentioned David Montgomery as well. Like th- They were deep in a few spots, and they have a good offensive line. But if if St. Brown isn't 100%, this is kind of a good, you know, this is kind of a good secondary. Yeah, Falcons can so, win this one. Yeah. Um, this total, I thought, would be a little higher as well. Uh, I'm not super jazzed about taking a, uh, a high total or excuse me, an over in a Falcons game. They do slow the pace down at times, and I'm not sold completely on Ritter, but yeah, it's Falcons or pass from here. All right, let's go, Falcons. Uh, Ritter, the 32nd best quarterback in the NFL, moves to 3-0. All right. Um, is there someone worse than Ritter? Can't pick it? Can Cust pick it? <laughs> I mean, Dobbs is playing his little heart out. <laughs> yeah, he's got. He's got. He's playing. Honestly, with, uh, Ken, Kenny Pickett he's is playing hard. Good. I'm. I'm willing to pause on Kenny Pickett because of the defenses <laughs> that poor some bitches had to play. <laughs> okay, which okay. are a lot tougher than the backups in the preseason, as it turns out. Um, Indianapolis at Baltimore. This is a game I've already teased. I teased it with the Steelers. God help my soul. The teasers. The Steelers are in a teaser zone again. Oh, I'm gonna have to tease the Steelers three weeks in a row. Dude, you're gonna need no pleasure in that. <laughs> you need some <laughs> defensive scores, which you might get. I mean, who knows? Yeah. So Indianapolis, uh, this one, it's funny that it's not off the board because the quarterback doesn't matter that much. Like Minshew is experienced <laughs> enough. I just yeah, I, I don't have so. it as I think a huge, that's true. I don't have it as a huge drop off. I, I don't either. Point I, I was su- I was surprised. Like it challenged my like, did I do something wrong with my methodology? But I, I didn't. I didn't think it was that big of a downgrade. And Just, I like Richardson. You know, yeah, basically two sides to the coin is the offense was designed for Richardson, so maybe that's an issue. But the other side is Minshew has, you know, has worked with Steichen in the past, has yeah. some familiarity. So he came in and looked really good. Granted, it was against a bad team, but this is a big step up in class. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is a banger teaser leg. I'm going to use this with a bunch of them. Uh, the Ravens continue to get more efficient on offense, I think, as the young season progresses. Mm. They have some some injury concerns, obviously. Losing your running back right off the bat isn't great, but they always seem to manage in that uh, in that regard. What was the other one? They had one other injury I had. Uh, Odell was banged up. I think he's fine. Kenyon Drake got signed with the Justice Hill toe injury. Mm. We're fine. A lot of targets for Nelson Aguilar in this uh, Todd Munkin offense, I got to tell you. Um, I, I think this is the teaser buster of the week. If I had to be honest, Ooh. I think I think the Colts are the right side. Um, I need to. I need to. The market's form- definitely trading yeah. it that way. It was eight and a half uh, for a bit. It's come down. Yeah, I think that I think the Colts are the right side, and and here's here's and the reason is like 
the defense is better than people thought, myself inclusive. The offensive yeah. line is better than people thought, myself inclusive. Like, fundamentally, like, they're fine. And Steichen is a good coach. He's already shown enough, in my opinion, to kind of believe, like, okay, this guy's got a, got a pulse. He's um, my favorite rookie coach so far. Yeah, and I think the injuries for the Ravens are being a little bit underpriced. Um, uh, and I think the kind of pro- the the promise of the Todd Munkin offense is is a couple of weeks away at this point, if it ever gets here, because their skill position player skill position room still stinks. Oh, I'm a, we'll I'm a Zay guy, um, and I don't have a yeah, great sure. update on the, on Ryan <laughs> Kelly. Uh, but if if he's missing time again and he went out of the game, their center went out with a concussion. Uh, they, yeah, they, they also yeah. had Quentin Nelson not practice today with the toe injury. Really? Uh, yeah. This offensive line is playing better this Christ. year. I, and I think a lot of it is, you know, a rich makes it easier when, with some of the scrambles. And then I, I don't know what to say about Minshew. Like again, at most I'm, I'm probably what I have on paper, I think is about seven, seven tenths of a point downgrade. And I don't know if that's even accurate. It might just be the same. I didn't so, know the Colts O line is banged up. I'm surprised this market's moving that much. Then I think I think people are kind of sold on this offense. Pittman's look good. Sure. Imagine if they get. Imagine if like Richardson's fine, and then they get uh, JT get back in week five. JT back, like fuck. Yeah, like, I mean the Colts. I can, I can already tell you the Colts are a bet on in November, December. Like they're they're gonna get there. Yeah, it's going to be a, a a frisky team against some good teams. So I'll be teasing it because I have to. Math. Okay. Carolina math Seattle. Teasing this one? No. Six is not no, a teasable it's number. A, it's math a six. No. Um, this is a weird and maybe a point that – and this was a good quote to kind of grab onto because sometimes if you don't hear this early in the week – you kind of grasp on these injury reports without context. Carroll has said DK will play. And he's also said he might not practice much though. So when you see DK Metcalf limited or DK Metcalf did not practice, Carroll's come out and said, that's just, we're just going to let him kind of rest this week. He's going to play this weekend, but they have some other Tariq Woolen is sore enough that they're worried he may miss. Will Disley is wow. sore enough that they signed another tight end. So they're they're getting a little banged up up there as well. And I don't know what to make of this team. As shitty as they looked in one week and as good as they looked in the, the week after against, you know, uh, well, I would have rated both of those defenses similarly, uh, truthfully. like uh, They were both near the bottom for me. So what we saw from one week to another didn't make a whole lot of sense, especially seeing how right. one game was at home, one game was on the road, and – and I, I don't know. I, I make some value here on Carolina because I think this number's too far. But at the same time, from what I've seen from that Carolina offense, Shaq Thomas got carted off. That matters for the run game. I think Seattle might just be able to run kind of at will with a, you know whatever running back they want to trot out there. And then now yeah. Bryce Young did not practice, didn't take part in the walkthrough today with an ankle injury. Obviously watch that. Although... Andy Dalton upgrade? Yes. <laughs> they trotted him out there for the sneak that didn't happen the one time. Then they brought him out again. But uh, at this point, it might be like an upgrade if Andy Dalton starts. I think up Andy, a, Dalton, a lot. I, uh, Andy Dalton, this is not hyperbole, Andy. He would be an upgrade over at least five current starters. Yeah, I mean... Probably two of the rookies, uh, Dobbs, Pickett. Ritter. I'm going to give Mac Jones a little break now. Yeah, yeah. Wilson. Both Wilson. Maybe maybe it's like eight. Yeah, maybe it's like eight eight, eight players. Andy Dalton is a fine, high-end backup, and yes, it might be several-point upgrade if he ends up playing. So watch the news on that. Like I said, I show some value at plus six, but. Hell, if I want to play a rookie quarterback having to head to Seattle, like that's a tough place. Watson, Watson is the name. Yeah. Watson. Watson has been horrid at times. 
Um, oh. So probably not a bet for me in this game, unless I'm, uh, I will say if you can get a grasp on what they're going to do from a touches standpoint for the running backs, like I said, with Shaq out, um, this Panthers run defense might be pretty, uh, you know, susceptible. It is a yeah. defense. I gave a lot of credit when we did the halftime show. I talked about it again in the newsletter, like they played their ass off. They were getting to the ball quick. The pass rush looked good, but you can still probably beat them with the run here. Makes sense. Yeah, to me. Keep, and yeah, keep an eye on the obviously the offensive line for Seattle as well, and some of those other injuries. Dallas. God, there's at, way too many fucking injuries already, man. There's so many. I just got the Vikings injury report too. Brad Bradbury didn't practice. Davenport really? didn't practice. Darius uh, Hicks, Naylor, and Metellus limited. Again, wow. it's Wednesday. We're gonna chill, but uh, whatever. Dallas, okay. Arizona, huge spread. Not like the Chargers can generate a pass rush, so probably doesn't matter. Oh, no. Um, the shower fart logo. Oh. Yeah, we should, checks out. We need, to, we need to move the shower fart logo around, I think, because Arizona actually is, like, think about the games that have happened through two weeks, Andy. Frisky. They've been, in, they've been involved in some of the more compelling and interesting ones, honestly. Like, there's been much worse games than the ones that Arizona has been involved in. Um, you know, they lost both games. They, they blew leads in both games. Um, but they're interesting. Now, I don't think they're going to be competitive yeah, in yeah, this I, round. <laughs> I, think, so I think you're right and wrong. I think you're absolutely right. And they, they have been very interesting games. But, man, this is a bad matchup. It's Dan, Dan Quinn is this defense playing at a thousand percent. And yeah. really, I mean, what we've seen from Dak, Dak hasn't got a lot of love in the, I don't know, the kind of the media cycle so far today, or basically at all this year, but he's been quietly efficient. CD Lamb is all over the place. Pollard looks really good. They're mm-hmm. getting healthier on the offensive line. Like Dallas is you know, kudos to you. You got almost two to one on them to, on them to win the division. I can't imagine it's that price bet. is anywhere near that right now. So it's I a good think, bet. Uh, yeah, it was a good bet. Yeah. Um, they, I, have them, possible, I have them out of Philly, obviously, in my rankings. Not a math guy. Is it possible for the Arizona Cardinals to score negative points here? I don't think so, but uh, <laughs> I did see that in a high school wrestling match. Kid went out with a uh, – <laughs> he was wearing a necklace. He can't wear jewelry. He had to start the match at negative one points. And I wasn't going to watch it because it was, I didn't, it wasn't uh, kids. But you wanted to see if he would end. I stopped. I'm like, can this, if he doesn't score, he's going to end with a negative point. I have to see this. I think he ended up getting a reversal or something. But um, (laughs) yeah, this, this is a very, very bad matchup despite being at home, you know, for this Cardinals offense. You buying Um, into the uh, Parsons MVP narrative? He's, he's a, he's a defensive player. Like it's fun. But it helps his defensive player of the year award for us. So I'm happy that Greenberry. Like I'm happy that they say like it's it's, it's gonna help his defensive player of the year. And yes, TJ TJ Watt being in the right place at the right time yesterday. Congratulations. That helped. I mean TJ Watt is very, very good. He is one of the top three defensive players in the league. Keep some pressure on Parsons. But yeah, yeah, keep keep him trying. Yeah. When he when I saw 90 had it, I'm like, God damn it, that doesn't help. Because he'd already broken the Steelers' all-time sack record earlier in the game on prime time, like I knew he was going to get some juice in the market. I was surprised at where Garrett ended up. I think Garrett deserves a little more credit. I know that the Discord guys bet him. He's dealing with some, he's dealing with some something. Something's going on with him. It didn't look. As good I can't figure it out. I can't figure out what's up with him. I think it's an injury, but who knows? Um. Yeah. No. No interest in this. I know somebody asked about the math and ten-point teasers, and. Without really, really putting pen to paper, I did some quick math. And um, if a three leg 10 point teaser needs to cover it like 80% of the time, yeah, your legs need to cover just, 80. Uh, <laughs> Are you, Drew? I think Drew's getting kicked out of the patio here. But uh, it was, we looked at any, any player, or excuse me, any teams that were favored by 10 or more. And those those legs over the last ten years have covered a ten point teaser like eighty four percent of the time. So it's not it's not like some huge edge, but these ten point three leg teasers, if you can get them for minus one twenty, 
like throwing the three really big favorites in there to the, the 10 and the two 12 and 13s. Like it's not the worst degen bet, especially if you have an account you've been maybe playing well at and you need a, a shitty three leg teaser to throw in. That is, uh, yeah. that's one of those cover plays that win. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the actual shower fart game of the week is Chicago at KC, right? Yeah. Obviously the internet, had its way with you know the rumors today. We're not gonna sit here and speculate. We're gonna wait for the actual news to come out. But the DC did resign today, so Eberflus wow. will call Eberflus will call plays um, again. It was doing it last week when uh, Alan Williams wasn't at the game, so he will call plays on the road um, against Nagy. Matt Nagy, a revenge game here. Um, speaking of the Kershaw and the Gates thing, I bet nobody mentions that the the Bears drafted Trubisky instead of Mahomes in this one too. That one <laughs> over under over under on that is a million for the broadcast. Gross. <laughs> that's that's if you're a Bears fan, you're having a bad enough week. You don't. Yo, need this to is that. wait not eight twenty p.m. Sunday, right? This isn't Sunday Night Football, is it? Oh no, Dan's got the. Wrong card at the bottom. Um, yeah, it says Steelers Raiders. That's a no. This is a three twenty five game, guys. Okay. Pittsburgh and August, Las Vegas. August, so switch to the the other one. Maybe it has the right one. Um, I can pull up the current line for this one. This it's is like twelve. Can, right? Yeah, this is the other one to go to go into the three leg teaser. This is twelve thirteen. This is the spot where Justin Fields is obviously frustrated and saying things and he had to backtrack. You're going to be missing your defensive coordinator again. The play calling from Getze has been rough. I'm guessing this is a situation where you might lose both coordinators within two weeks. Getze might have, Getze might have to go as like Eberflus kind of, you know how coaches do that. They have to yeah, throw buffer. Yeah, you need a buffer yeah. zone. Yeah, you need a buffer zone. Because People are not happy with this team right now. This offense is bad. They couldn't even cover their I've, I've never felt so vindicated and this is I haven't even bragged about my record because I'm I'm doing well this year so far. Yes, I, uh, I hate I, doing that. I, I like to knock I, on wood, but uh, whoa, the bragging whoa, 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 I've been doing whoa, whoa. has been. Don't the, say don't say that and then not knock on wood, man. Oh, I, I have a wood desk here. Oh, okay, okay. But I I have been absolutely crushing on like leaving things on the table because the Bears teaser leg kind of popped up, and I'm like ah. It's Tampa. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> I don't want to add that one. And honestly, they probably should have covered it. That I don't know how that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how oh that game God. went. It's like a middle. I went over the total with the pick six. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was an ugly, ugly ending. Basically, yeah, he threw some pretty bad picks. He looks bad in the pocket. He looks discombobulated. The offense is kind of a big mess right now. That's another yeah. one too. Let me real quick. On you, the injury, so you're telling me the Bears, the Bears, sh- the Bears should have traded the number one overall pick and traded Fields, is what you're telling me. Apparently, they should have. <laughs> they have just, they <laughs> if only somebody had that. Uh, yeah, no, they should have traded both and and suck out loud this year and draft Caleb Williams. Oh next my year. god, get Caleb. So uh, missing Eddie Jackson, which is important. That's a second straight week they've lost a defensive back. Darnell Mooney is dealing with a knee injury. Kansas City didn't have anybody practice today. Half their wide receivers sat out. I don't know. Got to keep up with that. uh, It's not like those wide receivers are doing well. Yeah. No, no. Sad state of affairs, though, with this game. Terrible. Let's look. This is is not going to be a good game to watch. No. Let's talk Sunday Night Football. You got an angle here? You think the Raiders should be three? I was really close to pulling the trigger on this over today. I played the over here. The Steelers, I know this defense or offense has looked really, really bad. But, man, they have played some very, very tough competition. This Correct. is not going to be it. Max Crosby's great, but this is not going to be it. I'm waiting for news on the receivers. It sounds like Adams is clear-ish, and Jacoby Myers – was supposed to be practicing today. I haven't got 100% confirmation on that. If they have both of their receivers, like this is a nice spot for a bounce back for Josh Jacobs as well. He hasn't had anything go right this year. He's faced some tough fronts. This is a spot where he can have a big game. Like I thought about it with the Raiders, 
but um, I, I think honestly, I might have to just play this over. Kind of a nice get right game for Pickett and the Steelers offense. And I, I do believe in this Raiders offense at home when they have their, their full complement of weapons. Just right. Really, this is going to be a really frustrated game to watch, I think. Yeah. No, I that makes sense. Uh, I played the over as well. I feel the same way. Uh, I really hope there are healthy Raiders wide receivers on the field. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a lot tougher for them to get to 20 points. Um, this, I think this is going to be a shootout, though. I don't know what it is about the uh, the matchup, but um, I think the Steelers' defense is overrated. I think the Raiders. They haven't. Can they be haven't looked on. all that good at times. I mean, yeah, we've got some good pressure from you know Watt and some of the other linebackers and edge rushers that have yeah. come up and you know when they bring pressure, it worked. It has worked yeah. out. But I'm kind of buying that. Yeah, it's looked. It's looked susceptible. Minka Fitzpatrick is not guaranteed yeah. to play this game. Um, Gunnar, <laughs> Gunnar Olszewski, Jesus Christ, let the ball go to bounds. I don't yeah. think he's playing. He's in the concussion protocol. But yeah, the, the, the bet kind of hinges on hearing, you know, the Devonte Adams and Jacoby Myers news. Yes. The only no other came, injury yeah. that was, uh, Chandler Jones was moved to the NFI list. Basically they kind yeah. of said like he needs to sort out his situation his and we'd love him to come play football still. Yeah, I think with no Cam Hayward, the Steelers' defense can be run on, and I think McDaniels can craft a balanced attack that gets them into the 20s, and I think the Steelers' offense is going to look a lot better going up against the Raiders, the JV defense, relative to the varsity they've been playing for two weeks. Um, the kind of one wrinkle is I think Kenny Pickett's still concussed, or at least he's playing that way. Um I buy into the Garoppolo numbers and the efficiency, even though they're not scoring he's, points. He's just so efficient. Always he's so or, efficient. wherever he goes. And the O-line for the Raiders is playing way better than I expected. Um, did not uh, did not see that coming. Um, if that carries on, then uh, I think the Raiders are a good bet to the over, especially totals in the 40s like this. Like There was like, a little bit of a missed signal in terms of them not scoring points the last couple of weeks. I feel like, and I can't really put my finger on it. You know yeah, what I mean? The Raiders, so that's the other, on the other side of that as well, the Raiders have been one of the worst um, rush, you know, just rush EPA per play kind of defenses. Yeah. The Steelers haven't been great against the rush. And one of those games, they had Cam Hayward for part of it. So both of these teams are going to be able to move the ball on the ground. And they both have good receivers, again, if healthy. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really think this should be like 44, 44 and a half. Yep. It should be on the other side of 44. We agree. All right. Fun total play. We agree on. That's a good way to end it. Uh, great pod by you. Um, I will catch you on Sunday. Sound good? Go go to bed. Or I don't All know. Right, man. Like, party or whatever. Are you going to bed or are you going to party? I'm going to go drink a bottle of wine and then I'm going to go to bed. You look tired. Get some sleep. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. We'll see you. Uh, I'll catch you Thursday night. Drew will be back on Sunday. Where are you right now? You can tell us after. There. Oh, he tried. I, I muted him. I'm sorry, I'm clicking Oh, no problem. I'm up on the Istrian Peninsula going to uh, um, Pula.